You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we're back. Another segment here and as mentioned in the open this segment's going to focus on the tight end position i was able to get an exclusive interview with saints tight ends coach clancy barone gave a lot of insight into what's been going on in the tight end room talked about juan johnson talked about Taysom hill talked about everyone else talked about his role which i thought was really interesting in terms of guys worked with all these great tight ends over the years and you know i think this is a pretty big hire for for the saints you know dan roshar has been here I don't know if you necessarily got the development in that room that you would have hoped for. And Clancy just brings so much NFL just understanding. He's been a coach for 35 years. He just has so much knowledge in that brain. And I'm excited to see what he can do with this tight end group. So without further ado, here is that exclusive interview with Clancy Barone and a bit more breakdown between myself and Charlie Long on Sports Talk this week. Enjoy. You know, one of the understated moves of the Saints offseason is they moved on from tight ends coach and run game coordinator Dan Rochar. And Dan Rochar had been with the Saints for quite a long time. He started in 2013 as the running backs coach. He was the tight ends coach for a season, then spent a few years as the offensive line coach. Then in 2021, 2022, he shifted back to the tight ends coach role and he was the run game coordinator. This offseason, they brought in a guy I'd argue is kind of like tight end coach royalty. I think he is the only tight ends coach to lead four different tight ends to the Pro Bowl. He's been around forever. He coached Algie Crumpler. He coached Antonio Gates. He coached Kyle Rudolph. I'm missing one, but that's Clancy Barone. And I got a chance to talk to him this week, and I think he's excited about this tight end group. Um, one thing we talked about was, you know, he learns from his players as much as his players learn from him. And I thought it was a it is an interesting approach. And I think this is a room where you have a lot of guys who didn't necessarily come up as tight ends. He's working with Jawan Johnson. He's working with Taysom Hill. And I think in an instructor, in a guy who has worked with these top flight tight ends and can can relay some of that wisdom of, okay, this is how Antonio Gates did it. This is how Algie Crumpler did it. Especially for a guy like Jawan Johnson, who was a wide receiver two years ago, and I thought he had a lot of interesting things to say. And so here is that exclusive interview with Saints tight ends coach Clancy Broom. So, you know, new team, obviously this is nothing new for you in terms of adapting to a new coaching staff, but what has been your kind of initial impression of the team you're joining, the coaching staff you're joining, you know, just kind of what's, how's that been so far? It's been, it's been flawless. It's been seamless. Uh, It's been a breath of fresh air. Number one is the, there's been a culture established here and it starts, it starts with ownership, goes down through the GM, through the head coach and everybody else all the way down the line. But there's a culture here 
where only the best is ever accepted. And uh, I mean, how, how can you not love going to work at a place like that every day? And it, 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 it goes to the coaches, to the players, and just, just makes coming to work just that much more important and, and just that much more uh, enjoyable. And, and as a coach, because we hear that a lot, you know, so as a coach, how does that help kind of installing your new kind of philosophy into the tight end room when that culture is not something you have to establish yourself? It, well, it's number one is it, it, it makes it easier. Now you can you can certainly put your put your thumbprint on on your version of that culture and how you want to have that viewed by, by the players and so forth, um, whether it be through hard work or through the details of it all and so on and so forth. But to know that that ownership has your back, management has your back, head coach has your back, and everything else, whether it be uh, during the draft, during trying to go out and sign uh, top free agents, or, or or how we how we view our own players that are already on, on our roster, things like that. I just it's, they're, they're just one less hiccup along the way when you have everyone buying in and kind of pulling the rope in the same same direction. Gotcha. And you know this room is kind of interesting. It's I, I feel like it's an interesting mold of characters in that tight end room with Jawan, who came into the NFL as a wide receiver, Taysom, who is whatever you want to call him, and then obviously Foster coming in, Jesse. What what do you see from Jawan where you think you know he can expand his game even further from what he did last year? Well, number one is is when you look at it these days, is that there's 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 very few true tight ends anymore in the NFL. Very few guys that start off their career in, in junior high as, as a tight end, became a tight end in high school, tight end in college. Most of them were quarterbacks that became tight ends, receivers that became tight ends, basketball players, right, who became tight ends. And that's kind of what I've been dealing with the last probably 15 years of my career are those guys that were something else and now they're tight ends. So you kind of been through that drill before and how to get them to acclimate to that position and what is required for that. I'll tell you the thing about uh, Juwan is he's very intelligent, very intelligent. The guy, the guy studies like crazy. He, he knows the offense as well as any coach knows it. Um, he certainly buys into to the grind of the job, if you will. And he's, you know, during during the offseason, constantly texting me about, hey, what 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 film can I watch? Who are some players I can study? This and that. Um, so the guy's a, a true football junkie, which makes my job easier because I'm also a football junkie. So we kind of see see the world through the same lens, if you will. And and that's kind of been, been the same with all the guys in that room. Who are some of the guys you, you suggested he study? Well, obviously there's uh, there's a lot of, of uh, slot receivers in the NFL that I think and it, it, it does not matter the position, but guys like Gettleman, uh, people like that, that just have, have great route running ability. Um, there's guys like uh, Brandon Stokely, right? Local guy. You know, he's from he's from uh, uh, Louisiana. Who I worked with before, who's who's a great inside route runner. Um, there's uh, uh, Antonio Gates, who's maybe one of the best route running tight ends to ever play the game. Uh, Gonzalez, people like that. Uh, Jimmy Graham, who's a different body type, but still a guy who who has no fear when it's for you know going up for the for the football. So there's a, a number of players that you can watch and study for all different aspects of the game, be it for blocking, be it for route running, be it for finishing the plays, for scoring touchdowns, every little detail. There's there's someone that has done it better than anybody else, so why not study those guys? Yeah, and you, I think you in particular, you've obviously worked with all these all Pro Bowl, All Pro guys. Yeah. As you kind of go through your career and you, you coach an Antonio Gates, you coach an Algie Crumpler, is that a situation where you kind of pick up stuff from those players that you can then bring in? I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I have learned more from my players than they've ever learned from me. 
I remember when I was with uh, Marty Schottenheimer, and I worked with Marty, and he, he told me something a little bit different. He says, he says you, you, you can't coach them all the same, Clance. You, you have to take what they do best and then, and then coach that to, to the best that they can possibly ever do it. So I, I, I couldn't coach Gates the way that I had coached Crumpler. They're two different skill sets. And at, at that point in my career, I didn't get it. And it's not until Marty talked to me about it that I realized, you know what, he's right. And since then, my, my career has blossomed since then, thanks to that little, little bit of advice in Marty's office one day. But yeah, so you know, in, in many ways, they're all different. Uh, in many ways, they're very much alike. Gotcha. And speaking of just kind of a unicorn in, in himself, Taysom Hill, obviously I know you haven't worked with him for very long, but what are your thoughts on his role as a tight end in this offense? Oh, I, think I think his role as a tight end is, is, is limitless. And here's the thing, though. We, we kind of learned this through COVID. You don't have to actually be in the building to attend meetings, mm-hmm. right? So even though he wasn't in the building during parts of, uh, of OTAs and so forth, he was still getting all of our information, all of our all of our practice tapes, everything else on, on, on his iPad. We would uh, we would FaceTime with him from the tight end room to make sure he was still involved in that in, in that culture yeah. and in what we're doing. And it, it was it was fun to make sure that he's he's in, in the fold with us and talking nothing but but tight end play. And I don't know if you saw practice yesterday, but he's he's been out there really working. You can tell he's been working a lot of, on on his own with, with with the route running part of it. Um, obviously, reading coverages is not, is not new to him, but running routes off of certain leverage and things like that, which he's getting better at all the time. Today, he ran a route that he had never run before, and he, and he wanted to come back and do it again. Hey, coach, give me, give me, that, give me that route again so I, can, so I can work on the top of the route. So things like that, another football junkie. But, um, yeah, his his skill set uh, plays very well at that, at that tight end position. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing a lot of, a lot of really fun things with him out there. Uh, and and let's, let's face it, he's he's not he's not a small person by any stretch of the imagination. And in the old days, in the old Redskin era days, they would call him an, an H-back. He's a guy who can right. certainly line up and uh, block people. I have I have no 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 qualms about him lining up and, and uh, blocking guys on the edge in the run game either. I think it was Jamal yesterday who called him a big buff gazelle. Just yeah, was a, there you go. Fair, yeah, fair very, 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 very fair assessment. Gotcha. Yeah, very, well, very. You know, before I let you go, you know, how have you been acclimating to New Orleans so far? Obviously, it's a new place for you as well. I'll tell you what, I've been here for games, right, in the NFL. I've been here for games, so it's come in about 12 hours later, you're going to you know, tee the ball up and kick it off and see what happens. Um, haven't fared too well in the Dome over my career. Had, had, had some good times, had some not-so-good times in the Dome, but I'll tell you what, uh, it's it's got a real small-town feel. Now, now that I'm here, it's got a real small-town feel, which totally caught me off guard. People are so friendly. My wife loves it here. I love it here. It's it's, it's been a blast. It really has been a blast. Gotcha. Any good food you've had so far? Too much. Just take a look at me. Too much good food. <laughs> That's, that's for damn sure. Yeah, Joe, I appreciate that. All right. Thank you so much. Again, that was tight end. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. 
Exclusions apply. Defense coach Clancy Barone of the New Orleans Saints kind of breaking down what he's seen through the first few weeks of Saints practice heading into the 2023 season. And I thought one of the interesting things he said, actually first, let me clean up. Julius Thomas was that fourth tight end that I could not recall earlier. So he is coach Algie Crumpler, Antonio Gates, Kyle Rudolph, and Julius Thomas to the Pro Bowl. Um, but one of the things that he said that I thought was interesting is he was giving Jawan Johnson players to study, and one of the players he gave him was Julian Edelman and Brandon Stokely. And I think that he makes a good point of like, yeah, the traditional idea of a tight end, you don't have to just be a tight end. You can do it a lot of different ways, and it doesn't have to even have to be a traditional tight end that you're studying. You just have to find ways to get open, and that's what he's kind of instilling in Juwan right now. Brandon Stokely, former Raging Cajun, yep. you all represent. No, absolutely. I think with what he was saying about how there's not very few like traditional tight ends anymore as well, I thought that was pretty interesting that a lot of these tight ends are converts from different positions, whether that be wide receiver, whether that be former quarterbacks, just stuff like that. So Basketball players. Yeah, exact, exactly. So he's worked with players like Jawan before that may have not necessarily come into the NFL as a tight end, but have kind of developed that way. So it's not like he's working with anything new, which is a good sign for Saints fans. Yeah, and I think he, he had some interesting things to say about Taysom Hill and how he's kind of working this year. And I think yeah. the way he's lined up throughout camp, the way he's kind of worked around into multiple groups, I'm sure that is kind of a unique thing, even for someone who's coached in the NFL for 35 years, because I don't think there's another Taysom Hill in the NFL, at least not to the level that he does it. And he even Taysom said he doesn't really find out what he's going to be doing that day until the morning of practice, which is kind of fascinating, but he said he's okay with it. Well, that's kind of like the the million-dollar question, so to speak, is how Taysom Hill is going to be utilized in the offense, because last season he wasn't really used much as a tight end. Like he was mm-hmm. still kind of the running quarterback, so to speak. But if he's got Clancy Barone, has his back, and wants to use him in different sets as a tight end, you may see him catching many more passes than he did this past season. So. Yeah, and, and that's what Taysom said when he was asked, like, where could his role potentially expand the most is as a receiver. He said receiver, realistically, it is as a pass-catching tight end. But we got to catch up with Taysom this week, and here's some of the thoughts he had on how his role could expand this year. Uh, it's been fun. Yeah, I, I don't really, you know, we have conversations and stuff with the coaches, but I'm kind of like, I, you know, show up and I just try to try to be ready for whatever it is. But it's good. I, I think we're trying to find this happy medium and happy balance of like, hey, let's let's be realistic with, with what we're going to ask you to do this season and make sure that you're getting the time and reps on on those things and man I thought the last three days has been really great um, from that standpoint and that communication between me and the staff and and what that is is, has been really good as well yeah I think this year is the first time that you know we've been able to go back and we've looked at you know 17 games and looked at rep count where that was and what I was being asked to do and so now we can take hey this is like the last 17 games and where your rep count was you know where you lined up and and now we can tailor that to you know what they're asking me to do on the practice field and then you know the the hope is is that we start to expand that you know and so as a starting point i think that's what we've done the last few days and we'll continue to have these conversations and push the envelope of you know hey maybe we do this or you know maybe we put you in this position and um you know i I think that's that's kind of where we're at right now so Taysom hill one of the questions that you pointed out is how is he going to be used this year and i think the bigger question is not necessarily how is he going to be used, it's how are you preparing him 
for how he's going to be used. Because what's been different this year compared to last year is last year, not only did you convert him to tight end, you had him working at tight end all offseason. And then when the game started, you kind of changed that on the fly. He didn't really work at tight end, at least not in the traditional sense where he was going out and catching passes. He was lining up in the backfield. He was running. He was throwing. But where were all those reps in training camp? If if that's what you were going to have him do, why wasn't he getting those reps in training camp? And why wasn't he necessarily being put in the best position to succeed? Correct. And that's what you're changing. I think that's what you're hearing from Taysom. It's like, I don't mind doing whatever. You can have me, you can tell me that morning I'm working with the tight ends. You can tell me that morning I'm working with the running backs. You can tell me whatever. But when we get to the games, I need to be prepared and I need to have put in the work. And that's what you're focusing on this year. And I think, you know, that's where if you're Taysom, you're okay with doing anything, but you just don't want to be put in a position where you're going to look bad because you haven't had the prep time. Just having a more concrete plan for him for every single game this year. So that if if you want to use him as a tight end all season long make sure that he's practicing and running routes and doing all the tight end stuff that he needs to do with Clancy Barone and the offensive staff but just no more of this kind of inconsistencies with what he's supposed to do on a given week they just have to let him know okay if we want to use you as a tight end we're going to use you as a tight end this week if we want to use you as the running quarterback this week we're going to use you out of that role just inconsistency is what really kind of held him back a lot of weeks he had some great weeks this past season but you know, coming into the season as a tight end, I think people had the expectations for him, and only getting nine catches last season, it's not what a lot of people expected when the role change happened. His role got way too predictable for how unpredictable of a role it should be. Right? Like, if you go back and you watch the Steelers game, you watch the 49ers game, like, they stoned him. I think the Bucks in Week 2 is another example. Like, they knew what he was going to do, and they stopped him because they were built to do that. Why do they know what he's going to do? Because you're not being creative enough with how he's, with how he's being used, and I think making sure he is deployed as a pass catcher he is deployed as a passing quarterback he is deployed as a runner makes it so you have to adjust and you can't ever feel like you're you're on the front foot you are always on the back foot because he could be doing anything yeah you have a swiss army knife you gotta get creative with him yeah and also just congrats to Taysom hill he's had his second kid that's part of the reason he was not around during otas um you know so uh yeah congrats i'm sure uh sure he and his wife are are thrilled about that